a two-goal lead, but in the end, the San Jose Sharks pick up a 3-2 shootout win over the Minnesota Wild. We break it down on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Minnesota Wild fall 3-2 in a shootout, and we are breaking it down on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Seth Topol joined by Kevin Gorg. Kevin, a two-goal lead for the Wilds. Ultimately, the Sharks end up tying it, and uh, they outlast the Wilds in the shootout. I I think the big thing to take away is you just, when you have a lead, you got to find a way to close it out. Especially on home ice. You're right. You know, you work so hard to get there. You spend most of the night killing off penalties, uh, grinding out a lead against the Sharks team that clearly came in motivated, and you finally get that two-goal cushion off an emotional play, a shorthanded goal where you take advantage of Eric Carlson, who basically falls at the top of the uh, power play for San Jose. And at that point, if you're at home and you're the Minnesota Wild, you've got to find a way to to get the two points. They didn't do that, and I'm certain that will uh, be something on their mind as they fly to Nashville tomorrow. Uh, the the power play struggled tonight, and you look at what San Jose did, and they are one of the top five teams in the league in killing penalties, but they just tried to stack the blue line, and the Wild tonight were not able to really uh, not able to really get anything going against that PK unit. Sharks have a great penalty kill unit, but Minnesota really didn't adjust well. To your point, their zone entries were very disjointed. At at some point, you got to wave the white flag on trying to skate it in uh, and and not turn the puck over and flip it in and use your speed. You've got players in that power play that can win a race. You can you know outnumber them on the wall and gain control. Once they got control, I think they did adjust to the aggressive nature of the Sharks penalty kill. It's a lot like the Wilds penalty kill, which has had a lot of success recently, where you're not going to have a lot of time to make a decision. And the one way to beat an aggressive penalty kill is to make a couple of good passes and pound the puck to the net and then go get a second or third look. They did not do that well enough on the power play tonight. Uh, the Wild did get a nice early goal from Freddie Goudreau tonight, and Goudreau has been the center for Kaprizov and Zuccarello for a while. Nice to see him rewarded for his efforts because he's been doing a lot of things that don't show up on the box score, winning faceoffs, winning puck battles, and so uh, him being able to grab that early lead for the, the Wild was uh, was nice to see. He's such a nice, nice guy. Like he's the guy that nobody talks about. That's never looking for any credit that does all the little things a lot like Jewel Erickson act where he just likes to go out there and try to help his team. And he's been their top face off circle guy uh, of all their centers. He's a big part of that penalty kill. And it's not easy. I know everybody thinks we're just going to go out there and light it up because you're with those two players, Zuccarello and Kaprizov, but you've got to be really smart to go out there and play with them and feed off what they do. Do And he did that on that first goal and really made a great move down by the net. Uh, you mentioned the Connor Dewar shorthanded goal. I thought that bottom six, again, generating opportunities. It just, the last couple of games, they've they've got plenty of shots on net. It's just, they haven't been able to crack that uh, that goal yet. The Marco Rossi goal is coming, and I'm going to say it. I hope people don't think I'm jinxing anybody, but the goal is coming this week. They've got some tough games ahead at Nashville, home to Pittsburgh, home to Carolina. The Marco Rossi goal is coming. You can see the confidence brewing. I love the way he plays with the young guys like Shaw and Dewar. He's got a comfort level with those guys from his time 
in Iowa last year. And you can just see this thing coming. And, and I'm really happy for the two guys I just mentioned. Mason Shaw and Connor Dewar, what they've got in this league, the opportunity they've earned has come from hard, hard work. And you're seeing kind of the, the fruits of their labor. And you're also seeing two very good friends off the ice bring that chemistry to the ice. And it's been really fun to watch. Kevin, what did you think of Philip Gustafson tonight? He did get beat oh. by the uh, the Nico Sturm goal, which, of course, a former Wild player scores on the Wild. Uh, it seems like it happens every night. But uh, what did you think of Gustafson's performance tonight? It was a straight A until that goal. And, and now, granted, I've watched the replay a couple of times, and the shot went through Merrill's legs. It might have deflected off his breezers along the way. And I can tell you from playing that position in goal, when it goes through your defenseman's legs, even if it's 20 feet out, it is distracting, and he might have lost the puck. It's still a goal you have to have because it goes under your arm, and you can't have that hole right there at that point. you got to get out on your angle and not open up your arm that much. So he'll want that one back, sure. But I thought he really played well again tonight. Now he got a couple of pipes along the way. He ends up with 35 saves. He was great in the shootout. He gave the Wild a chance to win that shootout, and I think it'll be forgotten because in the end, San Jose with the extra shooters got the extra point. But he was terrific, and his game is in the right direction. And so I think if you're a fan of this hockey team and you're really hoping that this team can make a push uh, like they did last year to be a factor in this division, a very difficult division, and then be a playoff team, the only way that was ever going to happen is if these two guys could, could both be strong in net. And right now, as we sit here today, a month into the season, I feel really good about that compared to where I did after the first week. Uh, we got to talk about the Kaprizov shootout goal. I get jealous every time he does it because he just makes it look so easy. And there's not a goalie on the planet that when he has a shootout opportunity, there's not a goalie on the planet that's going to stop him. That's the, the crazy thing, Seth. He does make it look like he's not even trying. And so many guys go in and fake a shot, use a head fake. He doesn't do any of that. He just uses his smooth stick handling and his elusiveness, and you think it's going to be a quick flip of a wrist shot, all of a sudden he's on his backhand. He's silky smooth. He's so, so talented. We watched that from the tunnel behind the bench, and I was with some of the equipment staff, and, you know, the puck goes in, you just look at each other like, how does he do this? Like, how does he make it look? You're not supposed to be able to do that against, you know, one of the best goalies in the world. I mean, the NHL is the best of the best, and he makes them all look foolish. Yeah, it's just, it's unreal, but... um Unfortunately, the Wild couldn't get additional goals in the shootout. They fall 3-2 in the shootout here to San Jose. They'll take on Nashville on Tuesday. We'll talk about that. A few other things to wrap up today's Locked on Wild postcast after this. But first, a word from our sponsors. If you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you're going to want to listen to this. Right now, Locked on Wild listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system, for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you will not want to miss out. Whether you are a longtime homeowner trying to upgrade your home security and peace of mind, or a first time home buyer trying to give yourself the edge, Simply Safe can do that for you. In an emergency, Simply Safe gives you 24 7 professional monitoring agents using Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. To capture critical evidence and verify that a threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. 
Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't miss out. That's simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Minnesota Wild fall tonight 3-2 in a shootout. We continue our Locked on Wild postcast. Seth Topol and Kevin Gorg. Kevin, Nashville on Tuesday. The Predators started the year off rough, but they have started to pick up their performance, and it's going to be the same thing that we've seen over the last few years. It's going to be that typical Nashville style that the Wild will have to contend with on Tuesday night. Yeah, you're right about that. Big win against the Rangers the other night. They're starting to find their game. And it's always, always, always got a nasty feel when you play the Nashville Predators. So the Wild are going to need to bring some sandpaper to this game. You know, Dean Everson hinted this morning at an optional practice uh, that the Wild held that Brandon Duhame might indeed have a chance to play in that game Tuesday at Nashville, which is great news. Um, he brings some of that sandpaper. You've got Bellino back. Uh, we're not going to see Jordan Greenway on this road trip. So that part of it. Uh, but no, it's exciting uh, to have that opportunity, and and hopefully uh, the Duham can give them a little spark because I like the energy he brings to this lineup. Yeah, th- that would go a long way to trying to uh, help this team contend against Nashville. Now you mentioned Greenway not on the trip. If Duham does travel, do you think he will be put on the line with Erickson Eck and Felino? I know Matt Boldy's been on that line, but do they maybe give that a go? It's, it's food for thought, especially when you consider the way the game likely will be dictated by some of that physical and rough stuff. I'm not sure because you got to find a home for Boldy, and he's such a valuable asset offensively. And so if you do that, um, do you maybe give Boldy a chance to play with Kaprizov and Zuccarello and try it for one time? You know, right now there, there are so many moving parts. Without Hartman and without Jordan Greenway, with some of these young guys that are stepping in and playing so well, I'll be very curious. Because the one thing I can tell you is their defense has been fabulous here now for the better part of a week or a week and a half, but the offense is still struggling. They're not scoring enough. And so Dean Everson, you know, like a lot of coaches, uh, has that lever at his disposal where you sometimes have to shuffle up those lines and, and try something new. I think the only thing I know for sure, and I'm pretty sure on this, is that 36 and 97 will be together. Yeah, that, that's, the, that's the combo that is just going to continue to roll here all season. Now, we – had thought that Marc-Andre Fleury may get the start against the San Jose Sharks. I'd imagine that uh, the Wild will go right back to him on Tuesday. I mean, at this point in the season, both guys are playing, both goalies are playing their best hockey of the year, so you got two good options. And I think Gustafson really earned the start here tonight against San Jose. I understand that Fleury was coming off a shutout, and when we talked to Dean Evison this morning about that after practice, and, and both goalies were on the ice, so we didn't know who was playing he pointed out the long plane ride back. They spent the whole day traveling yesterday, quick little morning skate. And, and, you know, if you really handicap these two games, I think on paper the Nashville game looked like the more difficult game. And if both guys are playing well, you give Gustafson another look. And, and he validated that by making 35 saves and, and, and really giving his team a chance to win. Uh, so now you give Mark andre Fleury a chance to keep building on what he's been doing. He's been brilliant. And one of his best games of the year came on the road in Seattle. I think he'll have to play equally well if the Wild are going to win again Tuesday night. Uh, one final one, uh, because of how the game went for the Minnesota Vikings, I got to ask, I'm sure many players on the Wild are keeping uh, some close tabs on things, and I'm sure they were maybe watching it leading up to uh, the game against the Sharks. How how much is, uh, is the success of the Vikings 
uh, being looked at by uh, this Minnesota Wild team this year? I can tell you that they all were watching, and they have a little soccer game like all teams do uh, down in the bowels of the arena, kind of by the Zamboni, but they all were huddled around that TV to watch that game, and I had a chance to talk to Marcus Foligno right before warm-ups, and, you know, he's from Buffalo. He loves the Buffalo Bills, but he was all wide at about what a fantastic game it was and how both teams played just so, so very well. So, yeah, th- these guys love to watch NFL football. They're like yeah, all of us. They're sports rubes. They loved it. And I think there was an energy in the building. They played the Viking horn when the game finished up. And there was a buzz tonight early in the hockey game. Unfortunately, the Wild couldn't build off that. But I think it's fun right now in this town because I've always – and, again, I was, I'm a lot older than you. I was around when the Twins won those two World Series. There was an energy in that town. And I think when you get a team in contention like the Vikings certainly are now to make some real noise, I think everybody feeds off it. And I'll include the Minnesota Wild and their fans in that category. Wilds come up short here tonight, 3-2 to two in the shootout, but they'll have another opportunity on Tuesday to try to get back into the win column against Nashville. That will do it for tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Kevin, thank you for the time as always. And Wild fans, make sure you're following along with Locked on Wild as we keep you up to date all week long on everything going on with your favorite hockey team. We've got new episodes coming out every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.